Hello everyone, welcome back to See the Sunrise. This is season two and episode 16. Seeing the sunrise is about seeing Christ in everyday situations. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33 and verse three, the Lord spoke to him while he was in prison. And he said to him, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what God is doing behind the scenes. Sometimes his presence is not keenly evident, but I assure you, he is there. All we need to do is look for him. My goal in these podcasts is to help people who have been looking to achieve a life of hope and contentment to see that it can be done by focusing on God and his created order. The weather is finally responding to what the calendar has dictated that we can finally believe it's springtime. And with springtime comes the impetus and the opportunity to make changes. Spring helps us to change our lives as the cold of winter begins to disappear and a new energy evolves. We are encouraged to be outside more. And as we move outside to the heat of the sun, which provides energy, it helps us to envision growth and possibility. Taking walks and watching the new growth all around is invigorating. Themes of rebirth and renewal spark our mind to possibilities. And just like we experience changing seasons in the outside world, we also experience in them in our spiritual life, or we can experience them in our spiritual life. For people of faith, springtime represents new life and new beginnings. And who wouldn't want to start over again, especially if you've lived a life with missteps and wishes for a do-over? Not all believers are in the same season at the same time. You can be experiencing spring, but another believer can be in the winter of their life. The winters often represent going within. It can mean a soul that's yearning for light and new inspiration or a time of contemplation and exploration of the soul. Winter is the darkest and coldest time of the year as the days become shorter, the trees go into hibernation, and there is a quietness of darkness and the inability to see any glimpse of light. But all does not have to be dark, because even in the dark, you can see God's light. It is the times that God speaks to you in the stillness and in the cold, beckoning you to turn in with him and to let him speak to your soul. But spring, oh spring, the awakening from sleep, the feeling of rejuvenation, like that of a warm body massage, the energy of the sun telling you to come and sit with me for a while. I remember last spring because it began a year-long lockdown for our world. The sun was out, but the darkness was in, inside of our hearts because of the foreboding news we continue to hear day after day. So many souls lost. For them, it wasn't spring. It was winter. It was a harsh winter, one in which they would never recover. And we were filled with a loss of hope and despair unless you were able to trust that God knew what was best. That doesn't sound good at all, does it? How can we encourage those who are facing winter on the inside when faced with gloom on the outside? It begins with developing confidence in the one who controls all things. It goes to what you believe about God and the ability to accept his will, even in the midst of darkness. It hurts deeply to see suffering, and yet 
It is something we will all experience either directly or indirectly. When I see the flashes of names of people lost over the past year, it makes you consider your life and what you have done and what is still left to be done while you are experiencing springtime. One thing I considered was the purpose of spring cleaning. Growing up underprivileged, and I don't hold that as a banner, it is who I am and it is what has shaped me. It is my authentic truth. I don't remember ever spring cleaning, but people do such for or to promote a cleaner and healthier environment. It allows us to open the windows to let out the stuffiness accumulated from going in and out during wintertime and inviting in new energy. It also allows you to see trouble spots, areas where dirt and dust built up or build, built up or areas that have been long neglected as the sun shines on them, letting you know that this area really needs some attention. Some might ask, is spring cleaning really necessary? Well, if you've been maintenancing your home on a regular basis, you might say, not really. However, if you've ignored things that should have been done, then you might want to pull out those cleaning supplies and get to work. And yes, it applies to your spiritual house as well. You know there are areas that could use some dusting off. Areas where the dust is so thick that a simple feather duster just won't do because it'll only erase the stuff on the surface. That is when you need an all-purpose cleaner, something that can cut through deeply embedded sin. And you aren't the only one who knows this. God knows, it's too. God knows this too. One area that many people begin to address in their spiritual housekeeping is their physical health. This pandemic has affected our physical bodies more, in more ways than one. The lockdown suggested comfort and comfort food. Seeking anything that pulled your mind away from the necessary restrictions and daily frustrations. Binge watching TV was a pastime, while at the same time, there was an inordinate amount of snacks that were filling our mouths. We weren't hungry, at least not for food. No, what we longed for, we snuffed out because with every bite we put in our mouth, we weren't thinking of our current condition. We were trying to drown out the sorrow, misery, and disappointment of living in a world where we no longer were living, we were just existing. Anger rose and was perpetuated by opposing views of who was in charge and the taking of personal freedoms away, who's right, who's wrong. Frustration rose as moms and dads were forced to homeschool children while they continued to try to work. Stress increased as we started to realize how difficult it is when you don't have control. There was too much time to think, and some of those thoughts were becoming irrational and unrealistic. So how do you shift? How do you make a change? What does it take to clean up spiritually? Well, first you have to acknowledge that it needs to be done. Second, identify approaches you might take to begin to start that house cleaning, that spiritual cleaning, and the most important way to begin is to begin with prayer. You have to see the dirt to clean the dirt. Make a list of the things the Lord reveals to you and put a plan in place. It may be that he wants you to get up every morning and start with a prayer of gratitude and thankfulness for everything he's done. If you're still here after the hundreds and thousands of deaths 
that were experienced that reported this year, you have something to be thankful for. Ask God how to reveal anything that kept you from being who he called you to be. Seek forgiveness for acts that don't represent the love and the grace he asked us to share with all humankind. People keep seeking ways to reconcile our nation. It begins with love, unconditional love, regardless of race, creed, color, background, educational level, political position, business affiliations, or otherwise. It begins with first accepting that people are people and God created them all. And that alone should be enough to begin a conversation of love. Develop a deeper relationship with Christ, a relationship that is real, one that is authentic, and one that your heart compels you to, to develop. One that demonstrates you know who he is and you recognize your need for him. Ask God for a clean heart and to renew a right spirit in you, as it says in Psalm 51. You may have to let go of some relationships, and that isn't easy. You need Jesus to guide you there. You know you have some things in your closet you need to get rid of, and there are some relationships, relationships that you need to get rid of as well, the toxic ones, the ones that burden your soul and lead you away from the truth of God's word. That doesn't mean you stop living, but letting those things go so that they no longer influence ungodly behavior. And just like in spring cleaning, give something away. Give away some of your time to help someone else. Give of your resources to help someone in need or a ministry or someone you know that continues to promote the foundation of what God created. Give of your talents. Share Christ with others. Let go of the things that weigh you down like sin and shame, and then seek God for forgiveness and receive spiritual renewal as you breathe in the air of Christ, basking in the sun as he warms your soul. Can't you feel it already? So what has bogged you down? What things in your life can be removed and should be removed? What do you need to add to your life so that it gives you life? And what things need to be put away? And what areas are you neglecting to see? And one area you do not want to neglect is being sure to take care of yourself. Self-care is good. So, renew your mind. Read God's word. Exercise forgiveness. Pray without ceasing. And join with others in worship. I hope my insights help you as you begin your spring cleaning this year, not neglecting your uh, physical and spiritual body as you clean and do your spring cleaning for your home. They all need dusting off sometime. Until next time, God bless you and be sure in all things, see the sunrise, see Christ in your everyday situations.